That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Selling a little or a lot? Do your thing however you cha-ching with Shopify, the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash offer 23. Hey everybody, what's up? And welcome back to Unhinged with Chris Clemens. I am Chris Clemens and we are so excited to be back. We, mm, girl, where do we even begin? Well, before we get into the episode and what's been going on with the podcast and all of that, be sure to subscribe to Unhinged with Chris Clemens wherever you get your podcast. Be sure to rate and review it. It helps us out so much. Let's get back on the charts, girls. Let's be chart top and hot skanks this autumn yeah that doesn't have a great ring to it also if you like video episodes we put those up on youtube.com slash chris every thursday as well and that is the all of the rambling now as always every episode i like to shout out a different organization cause something that we can divert our attention to because listen it's all fun and games having fun and playing games but um it's cool to do something with it so i figured because it is back to school season and um we didn't really post a lot in august i wanted to do more teachers wish lists that'll be down below i think that teachers are some of the most resilient and under under appreciated kind of people in the world and to be able to help fill their classrooms and take that burden off them i think is really special also, I was a giant shitbag to my teachers, so it feels like the least I could do. So that is what is the cause. I don't even know, guys. I am so out of it. Uh, we did a live show for our 100th episode. I've been to Fashion Week. I've, I think I have a cold. There's a lot going on. Um, but... Yeah, the podcast has taken a quick little break because um, while we were in LA, the podcast studio that we, that like helped with the podcast closed. And so we are still trying to figure out what's going on and what the new way of life is going to be. So thank you to everybody who has been patient. We are very much trying to figure it out to just keep it going, make it better, growing, living, laughing, loving, the whole nine yards. So if we're posting inconsistently, that's what's going on. I posted like a whole video on my channel sort of talking about it. And it happened like right before the live show in Los Angeles, which is coming out. We just did also have to record the episodes to get to the 100th episode. Um, so that's kind of the update. Um, and there might be some areas of limbo, like I said, but we are figuring it out. We are dedicated to it. And I don't know why I'm making a sound like a group of scientists who are like trying to figure out a cure or something. Um, and what's exciting about this. Okay. It's not all bad things because now I own the full podcast. So we're going to be able to make so much more content for Patreon, patreon.com slash Chris Clemens. Uh, I'm just super excited for 
what's to come with the podcast. It is definitely an emotionally draining transition and just trying to figure everything out. But I do think that this is going to be for the best and I am excited for what's to come. So again, subscribe to Unhinged with Chris Clemens. Go check out the Patreon. We're going to be putting stuff up on there. Oh my God. The 420 episode that we are going to be able to do. (laughs) Ah! Oh my God. Because yeah, I mean, it's been a whole story with Patreon and the podcast, but get ready. Oh, I'm so excited. Now in the last episode, we Okay, so with the voicemails, we started putting the prompts in the episodes. However, this would have been the episode that we would have taken the first prompt from. So we asked something about the sluttiest thing you did this summer. However, for next episode, I need you guys to call in to 310-844-6459. Call in and tell me how you lost your virginity. I feel like based off of the stories y'all have called in about, I don't think it's just birds and bees. I think there's like some rhinos and hippos in there as well. So call in 310-844-6459, how you lost your virginity. But right now, we're going to hear about the sluttiest thing y'all did this summer. I say as if uh, it's still summer. (laughs) Okay, and... Hello, Chris. So I... Listen, I heard your prompt of the sluttiest thing that we did this summer. Or maybe I did. You didn't do it. Or maybe you did. I don't care. Um, well, let me tell you, I was a whore this summer. Yes! Well, first thing, I, uh, I slept with a cop. Um, not proud that he was a cop. She said the cops. The police. (laughs) Also, it was in a cop car. That was really interesting because getting out was, like, kind of difficult, you know, because the back, you know, you can't open the doors because they're locked because it's a cop car. Um... (laughs) Also, I possibly ruined a friendship by, <laughs> God, this is so bad, I shouldn't laugh about it. Uh, I slept with my brother's best friend, and he has no idea, and he's never going to find out, hopefully, because I will die, and the best friend will die, and that will be tragic. I mean, I also did some other funny things, too, but those are the two most notable ones. I hope you have a lovely day. <laughs> Goodbye. Oh, my God, I stand so firm in asking y'all how y'all lost your virginity. I cannot wait. <laughs> you f***ed in a cop car? Was his body cam on? That's like a whole <laughs> new level of POV porn. You think they whipped out the handcuffs? Oh, 100%. <laughs> I wonder if they whipped out like the baton. <sighs> oh my God, I wonder if they used the baton for other things. <laughs> <laughs> Anything's a dildo if you try hard enough. Um. Wow. I am so glad that one of us was a whore this summer because I swear to God, you would have thought I had a chastity belt on with a lock and key. Um. Wow. Oh my God. And then you slept with your brother's best friend. Yeah. I think that's too close to home. Like that's too close to shitting where you eat. I feel. Although. No. Yeah. I guess I just haven't. My siblings haven't ever had like hot friends that I was like, I'd like to. Because <laughs> I feel like. Wait, don't your brothers or, like, siblings' friends feel like an extension of your siblings? That just, I would never have even thought of that. Wow, you were a huge f***ing whore this summer. (laughs) I love it. I love it. Oh, my God. I might ask this prompt all the time. What's the sluttiest thing you did this winter? (laughs) She booty called the cops. Period. Or the... Yeah, I like where you're going with that. I think I want to know how that started. Like, I want to know how you initiate sex in a cop car with a cop. I want to know how they both got out of the back seat if the doors were closed. Hey, right? Yeah, that's a really interesting one because it's not like childproof. Like those things don't open because you don't want people running out. Oh, are you sure? I thought that was the whole point of them. (laughs) Talk about a breaking and entering. (laughs) <laughs> let's keep them going guys let's just <laughs> hey guys if you f***ed a cop well here's 101 puns for you to use to make your group chat lit <laughs> like you know that's on buzzfeed you know that's on buzzfeed please with the sibling thing if your siblings are friends in a way they've kind of vetted the person somewhat yeah but like i like i'd be i'd be a little i have six siblings so i think i might be a little freaked out but but they did vet the person 
So I'm just trying to figure that one out. I guess I'm stumped. Okay. Well, while you keep figuring that out, um, we're going to um, <laughs> kind of recap the live show that we did because that, to me, was like the best episode we've ever recorded. It was so fun. Like, it was just to be in a room with like a live audience also reacting to stuff. Oh my God. And then like the voicemail aspect, but we did like live people in the audience. Oh my God, guys, I still think about her tattoo. Mm -hmm. Like (laughs) all tattoos, plural. Oh my gosh, guys, I'm telling you, I cannot wait for you guys to see this episode or hear this episode. It was crazy. I will tell you the camera quality is not where it is. That is for sure. You guys are going to have to slum it a little with the camera quality. It, it will be better than the webcam stint we did for like a year and a half. That really nothing can get much worse than that. And thank you all for coming. Yeah, thank you guys. We sold it out. Mm-hmm. Like I found out while we are going through rehearsals and shit that we sold it out. Do you know how crazy that is? I was like, wow, who the f- is going to buy a ticket to this? And it turns out like 200 people. Oh my God. So Chris, they, I, I didn't, I, I want to let you know, they want us to come back quarterly. Oh my God. Don't tempt me with a good time, girl. Oh, um, be sure to follow me on Instagram at Chris Clemens. And um, yeah, I forgot where I was going with that completely. But um <laughs> And subscribe to Unhinged with Chris Clemens. I was getting there so you know like when we do live shows because so many people, I posted about it and I was they were like, where did you even announce that you were doing this? And I was like, I feel like I kind of announced it everywhere a lot. But um, if you want to come, we're definitely trying to plan a tour or some sort of traveling circus um, with Unhinged. So definitely stay tuned because that show busted the whole game wide open like i had such a fucking fun time i did some stand-up afterwards which i watched that footage and wow was that kind of cringy i'm not gonna lie i felt really good on stage but i like watched it back and i was like okay there's work to do but that's like what's exciting is because i've been doing youtube in december for 11 years and it's the last couple of years is you guys really know from listening and watching Unhinged, it's taken a toll on my mental, my menti H. And I just have been kind of dissatisfied with it lately. It just doesn't hit the way it used to. Um, and I really have thought about stand up for so many years, but something about like this live show, I was. I was really like, this will be a make or break of if this is like a viable option for me. And I had the best time. I felt so comfortable on stage. And it's exciting to have something to work out again. Like YouTube has become such a, like I could do it in my sleep type of thing that sometimes it makes it really hard to do. But now having something to like that I'm passionate about and to work at, Oh my God! Who has a rock hard on right now? Because I do. Whoa, baby! <laughs> the energy in that room was pretty incredible, though. It was crazy. Yeah, I mean, people should come see you live, Chris. Because I mean, I-, I talked to a lot of fans afterwards, and they were just talking about how it was the it was so dynamic. You know, like that energy was palpable. Like it was it was incredible. Dynamic, palpable. I mean, you guys don't want to miss the next one. So follow me on Instagram. <laughs> and everyone was like hanging out afterwards, and it. Yeah, it was such a community. I, it was a it was a house party. It was a house party, just with like much less drinking and beer games. Or no, there were drinking games. There were a lot of drinking. <laughs> you guys, you'll just have to wait and see. Make sure you subscribe to Unhinged with Chris Clemens. Um, and then I just came back from New York Fashion Week, like two days ago and that hmm i posted on my story basically being like (laughs) we went through a lot of emotions i posted on my story basically being like if it's your dream to come to fashion week dream bigger like it's really so stupid and i got so many replies of people being like can you elaborate on this like it's my dream too why do you say this And so I figured this would be like the perfect thing to talk about on the podcast. I vlogged my whole Fashion Week experience if you want to see that. But 
I thought for this episode, instead of giving like a breakdown of everything I wore and blah, 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 I wanted to talk about this like experience that I had and it kind of turned me off to a lot of it. I mean, okay, the fashion industry in general is so stupid. Like I hate that I have an interest and passion for fashion, which I hate that phrase of passion for fashion. <laughs> Shoot me dead. Ugh. But I just, I wish someone like everyone makes fashion week seem so glamorous and fun. And it can be both of those things. But a lot of what you don't see is literally you're just a pawn for these people. <laughs> it's so crazy there was this one show i went to where it started at seven o'clock they had two shows one of them started at six and one of them started at seven i got there for the seven o'clock show and they still hadn't started the six o'clock and it was like 6 45 and i had a show like really quick after in manhattan and so like for that one they were like sorry you have to stand outside it was a bajillion percent humidity and and then, like, to leave, we had to go down 10 or 11 flights of stairs. Like, there's just so many things that people don't talk about. But there was this one brand who personally reached out to me and said, hey, we would love to have you come. And we want to dress you. And this is a brand that I shop. I am a fan of. I This was really cool for me because a lot of times I get invited to like smaller designers or like presentations and stuff like that. This was a brand that I like knew, I loved, I was a customer of, etc. So I get to the venue and there's a lot of people and the venue is literally like the lobby of an office building. It is, there's like an escalator. It's literally the lobby of a building. So we get in and I'm like, hi, I'm looking for my seat. And they're like, well, you're standing. And I was like, normally I'm like, fine with whatever. I don't care. But normally when people invite you and dress you, you have a seat. And so I was like, okay, that's fine. By the time I had, was like told that I was standing room, all of the standing room was like filled out. So I'm in a corner. I'm looking at the back of this bald man's head. And I didn't mean to just put that man on blast like that. Oopsies. But I mean, he was balding. Sorry. Um, <laughs> if I'm going to tell it like Jesus. it is, we're going to do the whole thing. <laughs> but I just got really sad because so many of my friends were at that show. And we're all sitting like front row and all of this. And I'm sitting in the corner, like holding back tears because I feel like already such a loser who's trying to prove themselves, and like I feel like the ugliest fattest kid in the room and so like already I feel like during fashion week I have to try and work a lot harder than a lot of these other like skinny bone structured bitches and so I was just already feeling kind of sensitive in like the whole environment um, that I was in and then with that I couldn't see anything like, I just, the whole thing, I rushed to get there. Like, I canceled others. Like, I just, I made a lot of sacrifices to be there. And then to just feel, like, un... To feel not special. And I understand that not everyone needs to feel special. And, like, like and I do think that there was a bit of an ego bruising. But it was just more so the principle of, like, why invite me and go through the trouble of dressing me and everything to stick me in a corner where I can't even see the show. Like it, I just, I wouldn't want to waste people's time like that. And then to have it happen to me, I just, so I left before the show started. I was like, I'm not fucking doing this. Like da, 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 da. So I posted on my close friends talking about the experience. And one of my friends hit me up and was like, Oh my God, I used to produce a bunch of their fashion shows. And then I quit because of exactly what happened to you. They wanted everyone to invite, they wanted to invite everyone to make their shows look really packed, hard to get into, popular in demand, etc. And then this kind of stuff happens. And that made me feel a little bit better because I was like, okay, it's clearly a them problem. But then I got really angry because I'm like, that is so 
like fucked up to do to people, especially Fashion Week is so it's just it's all for like looks. It's all for appearances. It's no. all so <laughs> No, I know it sounds dumb saying it, but like it really the vibe in the air this year was just weird and bad. Like I don't know. It was it was not right. And so I felt better after my friend told me that. But it's just frustrating because there will be a show at four o'clock in Brooklyn in like the most butt f- ass random warehouse. And then you'll have a show at five in the middle of Manhattan. And so like getting to and from is just so I just that lack of respect for people's time and to use them as this like pawn to make you look better. I just, I don't f*** with. So that was a pretty big, hard, veiny pill to swallow. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it just, I don't think a lot of people, like, I think a lot of people see it as, like, you wear a pretty outfit and you hang out in New York and you see these shows and, and it is that, but you never see your friends unless they happen to be at the same show. And even then, it's like, good luck. Unless you're a celebrity, no one gives a f*** about you. Like, unless you're literally, like, Kylie Jenner, no one gives a f*** about you. It's it's just so stupid and, like, political and not in, like, a Democrat-Republican way. Just, like, political in terms of, you know, political. Um, and I just, I don't know. It's, a lot of it is just more hyped up than it really of what than what it actually is and i just think it's so stupid uh i mean that being said am i going to milan fashion week yeah which i'm not really stoked about but <laughs> in that next week yeah it's next week i'm excited but like i'm not like this last like new york fashion week put such a bad taste in my mouth that i'm just like all y'all i'm gonna do my own thing and i don't know it's I've heard Europe Fashion Week is better, though, so I'm excited. This is my first Fashion Week that's not New York. Plus, you're going to be in Italy, which is awesome. I know. I can eat the food and not be poisoned there. Isn't that so fun, America? What was the fashion like, though? Because like, sometimes like, I'll go to a museum and I'll be like, that's art? Yeah, there was a lot of, that's fashion? Um, I went to a private policy show, and oh my god, I got to... Kelly Catrone. Oh my God. If you guys don't know, Kelly Catrone is like a PR maven. She is, I remember seeing her. I was introduced to her on the Hills when I was watching that. And I just thought like, who is this badass woman who like tells shit like it is, has no problems to upset people if she has to like, Oh my God. She's just always been inspiring me, inspiring to me. So her daughter, Ava is apparently a huge fan, which I say apparently because like that feels so weird to say. But I got to meet Ava. That was super cool. But Kelly put on the show Private Policy or like helped produce the show. And so I went to that. And that was actually really cool. A lot of times when you see fashion shows, I'm just sort of like, okay, so who's wearing this? Like, and not every outfit is like to be worn. Um, the thing with fashion shows is they'll, they're kind of debuting a collection and then they'll only actually produce for stores very few of the looks or items or pieces but a lot of like the clients or customers they will let pre-order anything from the collection and they'll make it just for those select customers who buy it so a lot of it is very like okay yeah sure that's i guess fashion but this show private policy i would have worn literally any of it it was so beautiful it was so cool it was like almost rick owens vibes but like a little more mainstream in a way like i think rick owens would turn off a lot of people whereas like private policy the clothes i just was like obsessed with um yeah no there was definitely this one presentation i went to that i had to climb six flights of stairs in a full denim look and it was so humid i'm climbing this like five or six stories i get to the top and it looks like aritzia like i just (laughs) it didn't really wow me at all i was sort of like okay yeah sure 
whatever. The models are dancing. <laughs> Work, bitch. Yeah, I just, there was a lot of like, huh. But more so, I said like the whole, oh, that's fashion to like the people attending. People really like treat Fashion Week like it's Halloween. And I know some people could be like, Chris, you wore a straw hat with eye holes in it. But I'll have you know, I bought that because I liked the hat, not because I was like, I want to do some crazy thing. I was like, this is like the perfect time. Like, I would wear that outfit to the grocery store. Yeah. You don't have to wear sunscreen. Exactly. (laughs) More so, it was great because no one knew who I was. So I was like, hey, and my friends would be like, who? And I would be like, surprise. And so it was great because no one wanted to start conversations with me. I got to start conversations with everybody else. I am Batman. <laughs> and everything is just like a dick measuring contest. Like people are like, oh, are you going to the Dion Lee after party? I'm like, no, stop making me feel like I should feel bad that I'm not. All these after parties are the same f-ing thing of people taking pictures, posing and then like no one's drinking or having fun it's just the weirdest vibe but i will check in when we get back from milan and compare the two because i've heard europe fashion weeks are just so much better which shocker what was kelly cutrone like though did i miss that part she oh my god i got to watch her like do her Kellyisms like at the door she was like let, why don't we let this guy in he's in a very he's in a very big rush and clearly is pushing <laughs> to get to the front so why don't we just oh let him to his face it was like I'm standing there it was like watching Kel on Earth on Bravo front row oh my god it was everything like watching her like send out the models like I was more interested in watching Kelly like direct the show than I was in the show it was so funny though oh my god she doesn't give a flying and i'm so jealous of it it was so cool to watch like she would just like alrighty, like you come on in you're pushing and that's clearly you are just needing to get in because and just degrading this man (laughs) and i was like this is everything and more i could have asked for oh my god no kelly was iconic she invited me to Anna Delvey had like a show on her rooftop and I almost went to it, but I wasn't able to make it. And I'm so sad because it looked crazy. It looked crazy, but so um, Anna Delvey hosted a show on a rooftop. Yeah. Cause she's under house arrest. So oh I guess my God. for a designer to get, <laughs> for a designer to get like hype, they have to do like some sort of not gimmick, but they have to do some sort of thing that makes a splash in the marketing world or whatever. And so I guess they hosted it on her rooftop. They like asked her if they could. So she. <laughs> so ankle monitors are next year's hottest trend. Yeah. No, literally I was like, Oh my God, I wish I went just so I could have like taken a selfie with her ankle monitor. I feel like that would be so iconic. <laughs> that sounds like one of those, like the Stefan from SNL jokes, right? Of Like what's hot this weekend? <laughs> New York's hottest club is on the roof of Anna Delvey's house. Yeah. Like, no, it's, Oh my God. It was, yeah. I just, ugh. I wish I was better at like explaining things as they happen, I've sort of like decompressed from it all and like digested it. But in the time, in the, in the moment I was feeling so much more a type of way about it all. And I just sort of wanted to explain and I kind of do in my vlog a little bit, uh, but it's just, it's just all a fucking facade. Like if you're interested in fashion, I don't even know what advice I have for you, but like, and it's fun. And there is definitely an element of me doing all of this sort of shit for 11 years. Granted, I've been doing like fashion weeks less, but it all sort of bleeds together. And I don't know. It just, I had so many friends just be like, it's no one gives a shit about you unless you're some huge person. In that case, they're sucking you dry. But it's like, otherwise, I don't know. It just was such a bad vibe this year. And I like... I think we could get like an unhinged fashion show and you could curate a whole bunch of designers you love. I'd just like to get the podcast back on track. You know, (laughs) let's, let's focus at one thing at a time. I think that's a smart idea, but that was sort of my like fashion week rant. And 
update of where we've been and what we've been up to and all of that. Um, let's hear another voicemail. I've been talking literally way too f***ing much and y'all have some hey, good Chris, ass stories. my name is Tyra. Hi, Tyra. <laughs> I've been watching your podcast for a while and I thought you would enjoy this story. And my coworker just recently told me how he helped his friend move the friend's mother into a like nursing home because she had a stroke. So they're moving all her shit like from the house into like a storage room at the nursing home and they discovered that she's like a dominatrix. Like she had a whole filing cabinet worth of polaroids of how she was dominating men, like f-ing them in the ass and making them wear a ball gag and like all this shit. And they found like literally fifty dildos just a red room in this woman's room. And so they go and put this all in a storage unit, and then the friend of my coworker gets pulled aside by the nursing home that her mother's at, and is told that her mother is having multiple men like come over, and they're hearing quote unquote weird sounds coming from her room. So this woman has half her body function from having a massive stroke, and she is still dominating these men. Like she is still wearing a strap on. These men are bouncing on her silicone. And she's still calling him a dirty little slut, and you like that, and all this stuff. She is the epitome of boss-ass bitch, and I just thought you would like that story. Thanks. Bye. No, I love that story. I know Justin hates that story because of all the bleeping he's going to have to do. Oh, sorry. But, oh (laughs) my god, the fact that she has half her body function and is having full orgies is inspiring. That is crazy. Also, I think I would have left. Um, If I had seen my friend's grandma's Polaroids of her doing BDSM, I think that's when I would have said my Uber is here and I have to go. That, that's really interesting. I thought the retirement home was going to call and say that she requested some of her like stuff like her ball gig, as you said, which live for the accent. <laughs> the ball gig. Did you guys clock that? Mm-hmm. Or is this person from like, Tyra, are you from Minnesota? Are you from Minnesota? <laughs> um, wow. That wasn't even like a slutty story. That was just putting your coworker's friend's grandma on blast. And while she gets blasted. Grandma is a silver tsunami. No, that's what's coming out of her. Anyways, Now, before we carry on with the rest of the episode, I want to thank today's sponsor, which is Helix Sleep. Now, if you guys do not know, Helix is a premium mattress in a box company that takes all of your unique needs and wants in a mattress, and it ships it directly to your door. That's right, baby. No more weird mattress store. Sleep is one of the most important things to me, especially um, now that I'm getting just none of it. And every mattress in my house is a Helix because I just find them to be so magical and they really do feel tailored to me and my body and the way I sleep and my sleeping habits. You might be wondering how Helix finds the perfect mattress for you and it is through their Helix sleep quiz which is a super easy, simple, like two minute quiz. When I took it, I said what mattress size I wanted. I said that I like a medium firmness. I said that I'm a side sleeper and they paired me up with the Helix Midnight Lux and I've had it for years and it's still, I've never even considered the idea of another mattress because it stays being the best. Now the Helix lineup includes 14 unique mattresses, including a collection of luxury models, a mattress for big and tall sleepers, and even a mattress made just for kids. Now Helix knows that there is no better way to try out a mattress than literally sleeping on it, which is why they offer a 100 night risk-free trial to try out your new Helix, see how your body adjusts. And if you decide it's not the best fit, you're welcome to return it for a full refund. On top of all of that, Helix mattresses are American made with a 10 or 15 year warranty, depending on the model. So yeah, if you want to try out Helix for yourself, Helix is offering up to $350 off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. When you go to helixsleep.com slash unhinged that is helixsleep.com slash unhinged this is their best offer yet and it won't last long so be sure to go check out helix sleep and get better sleep today baby let's get back to the episode i don't know what that air kiss was but work while the writers are on strike um well sam why don't you explain this because i 
only caught wind of this a few days ago and then you brought it up and I was like, ding, ding, ding. Well, yeah, well, I did too because I was just seeing it trending on Twitter. Um, but it's the celebrities, uh, the celebrity eBay auction. So people are offering up, you know, special experiences or stuff from sets to for strike relief for like writers and people working in Hollywood. And so uh, the things that are listed on it already seem so funny and crazy that on Twitter, the things that are trending are fake ones. So basically we want to make up a game where you, you have to guess which item or which auction item is real or fake. The only one of these auction items I know is I think, I don't know if this is even real. I saw a screenshot and it was Lena Dunham will come to your home and paint a mural. Yeah. Was that, that was one of them. That's a, a authentic one. That's a real one that you can bid on eBay right now. I saw a screenshot of someone who screenshotted that and said, don't piss me off or I will send Lena Dunham to your house to paint a mural. <laughs> I, was, I was like, I don't even understand what's happening, but this is funny. What I do think is weird is like, doesn't Lena Dunham just like have enough money to donate to writers? Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, I don't, I, I would understand if like the writers were like, hey, we're auctioning off scripts or, but like, why don't these big celebrities just write a check? I'd, I'm so confused why they need to auction. Like, I would much rather cut a check, a fat one, than go to some stranger's house and paint a mural. But then again, that's Lena Dunham. So, like, who knows what's going on upstairs with her? It's also, like, for optics. They're like, look at how benevolent I am. <laughs> I know. And I'm like, so you're making other people struggling in a recession pay for people struggling in a recession? Yeah. is Ain't it grand? Literally. It's 80 grand? No, I said, ain't it grand. <laughs> wait, oh. wait, how much is it right now? I was like, who is paying Lisa, Lena Dunham uh, 80 grand to paint a mural? <laughs> I was like, I didn't even know that was something people wanted. It isn't. <laughs> None of this is. <laughs> I want to see how high the bidding is. I know, I'm going to it now, or trying to. You can zoom with the cast of New Girl for four grand. Holy shit. Wait, you guys are ruining some of the game. Oh. Oh, oops. <laughs> now I have to change some of the options. Oprah, Oprah and... No, and Dwayne... J- Jake, shut up. <laughs> no, they, it's, it's not part of this. Oprah and, and Dwayne Johnson just, you know, dropped uh, you know, a couple million dollars to help victims in Hawaii. So, like, you know, like in terms of talking about things where celebrities can just directly donate, they directly donated. So, I mean, you know... It's, I love the idea of people just helping out that way. How do we feel about Oprah? I feel like Oprah gives me bad vibes. I don't know why. Like she, like she seems too good. Like it's Drew, a Drew Barrymore talk show, Ellen something. Is- it's like a Lizzo Ellen vibe. Yeah. Like something about Oprah. Like I went through a phase where I really didn't like her. And then a phase where I was like, I love Oprah. And now I'm like, hmm. Oprah. When she started, she was very Jerry Springer, though. Like, they're, they're her early, like, when she first began, she was very salacious. Didn't she make Tyra Brank- Banks bring out, like, a bag- garbage bag of fat to show, <laughs> like... Didn't that happen, or was I on drugs? Don't answer that. Let's play the game. Um, okay, so Adam Scott walks your dog in L.A. for one hour. Or um, you can go ghost hunting with Demi Lovato. Oh, ghost hunting with Demi Lovato is absolutely real. I made that one up. What? <laughs> yeah. Wait, why would I actually low-key bet on that, though? <laughs> like, okay, I'm starting to understand this eBay auction. I'm like, wait, Adam Scott would walk your dog in L.A. for an hour? Yeah, that's a real one. You have to be in L.A. That is so fucking stupid because your dog gets the experience, not you. <laughs> and you're just paying a ton for your dog to get walked. Booger, what do you think? <laughs> Booger? I'd rather do heroin with Delamie Lovato. <laughs> <laughs> Booger, you're crazy. <laughs> why, would you say, why would you say that? <laughs> Girls want to have fun. <laughs> Girls just want to have fun. <laughs> oh my God, Justin, that might be one of the funniest things you've ever said. <laughs> <laughs> a good booger impression. That was so fucking out of pocket. 
<laughs> now we own the show. <laughs> oh God! I, I can say whatever I want. <laughs> no, li- <laughs> everyone's like, no, get this show back under new management. <laughs> everyone's like, no. All right, what's next? Oh God, I can't believe that Adam Scott one is real. That is ridiculous. Okay, Nicki Minaj ghost writes a diss track for your worst enemy, or Natasha Leone will help you solve the New York Times Sunday crossword. Both are ridiculous, but I can't imagine Nicki Minaj with Pink Friday 2 coming out has a ton of free time. So I'm going to go with Natasha Leone. We'll help you do the Times crossword puzzle. Correct. Okay, this is why writers are important, because <laughs> actors cannot come up with good stuff. I, I, none of these I want to do with people. How about this one? Uh, you can do a story basic session with Spike Jones and Lena Dunham. Or Courtney Kardashian gives your kitchen pantry a makeover. Courtney Kardashian's on a reality show. She doesn't give a shit about writers. <laughs> it's the first one. <laughs> yeah. It'd be worth it for Spike Jones. I mean, Spike Jones would be actually insane. Lena Dunham, I would tell she can stay home. I just do not like Lena Dunham at all. Like, at all. I think she is so fucking annoying. I saw Spike Jones is like the one celebrity that I like went up to and was like, I love you. <laughs> really? I was a kid. <laughs> what did he say back? He said, thanks. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> so thank you. He's like, cool. Have a good day. Here, I'll put a picture in right now. <laughs> <laughs> you got a picture with him? Yeah, we were at an LCD sound system show and like we snuck. It was at the Hollywood Bowl and we like snuck into like the like the boxes the or whatever. Tables. Mm-hmm. And so we were standing by and oh. him and his girlfriend at the time, like, and the whole time I'm like, like not even listening to the show because I'm such a huge fan of his. Who was his girlfriend at the time? It was probably someone famous. Potentially, but it was Lena Dunham. It was Lena Dunham. <laughs> it was Lena Dunham. Girls, girls, girls. And at the end, I was like, what should I say? Like, should I ask him, like, you know, advice on being like a director or like what, like all this stuff? And then I was just like, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> and take a picture with me. Yeah. It was nice. <laughs> I cannot wait to see this picture. I cannot <laughs> wait. The pictures you have showed me of you and celebrities when you were younger are golden. I think that Justin should make like a coffee table book of his photos. It's a with, lot. Because he has so many. Have you seen the one with Clinton? I, Sam, I was thinking the <laughs> same thing. Yeah. I'm not joking. Okay, I'll throw like a, I'll throw a couple up here. Nice. Oh my god, I no, but like younger Justin with celebrities, there is something about it that really just makes me so happy. I don't understand why or what, but it <laughs> brings me so much joy. The Bill Clinton photo is crazy. I know he was cool. The Bill Clinton photo <laughs> is crazy. Yeah. Oh, we put like, your Andrina is... one on here. He, he seems. Like he, oh, he... the Andrina. Yeah. One! <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> the Andrina one. Oh my god, that I actually would get tattooed on me somewhere. Mm-hmm. She told me she loved me. <laughs> she was like, "I love you" from that podcast that hasn't come out yet called Unhinged. She's like, has Raven like that's so Raven power. <laughs> <laughs> that would be crazy if she predicted that. No, I wonder what she's up to. Hope she's well. Sam's got one. Okay, get you can get um get a COVID booster shot with Vanessa Hudgens or take a pottery class with Busy Phillips. <laughs> you guys are so sick and twisted <laughs> for coming up with a COVID booster with Vanessa Hudgens. People are gonna <laughs> die, and that sucks. <laughs> Did she say that? Oh, man. Yeah, on a live stream, like, two days into COVID, she goes, I mean, what do I think? Yeah, I mean, people are going to die, and it sucks, but (laughs) we got to, like, keep living. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, Pottery of Fizzy Phillips is the real one. I just have to know, because Vanessa, either either that or Vanessa Hudgens really should get a new, new PR team. (laughs) No, yeah, you're right. I made that one up. The real one is take a pottery class with Fizzy Phillips. Which I'd rather get a COVID booster with Vanessa Hudgens. Like, none of, like, no disrespect, but who is booking these? Like, I would be down to do pottery with, like, Seth Rogen. Oh, that would make much more sense. I don't think I've heard Busy Phillips talk about pottery. Granted, I try not to hear her talk a lot, but, (laughs) huh? 
I'm just very confused by the real ones because the fake ones make more sense. A fedora owned and signed by Tom Waits or a guaranteed letter of support and character reference from Mila Kunis and Ashton Kusher. <laughs> you, were picking- you guys are so f***ed in the head. <laughs> you guys are so f***ed in the head. Well, I know the first one is the auction happening now because I think Danny Masterson already won the auction of the second one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> True. Um, you guys are sick in the head. I don't even know who Tom Waits is. Or- I ain't missing you at all. That song, remember? No? No, I don't think I was born. Okay. <laughs> I'll get the guitar out and we'll play it later. No, let's not and say we did. How about that? Smart. I'm going to Google Tom Waits. How do you spell his last name? Is it like <laughs> wait? Oh, no, it's the first It's the first thing that came up. Wow, he definitely wore a fedora. That's for sure. Is he alive? He's, he's famous yeah. for having a voice that sounds like he gargled like glass. And cigarettes. Mm-hmm. Wait, really? Yeah, he's great. He's really good. He's amazing. He's pretty amazing. That's what it sounds like. So they're offering an Erewhon shopping date with Haley Bieber. Oh, wait. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Yeah, swallowed glass. That's accurate. I never thought I would hear Tom Waits on On this podcast. (laughs) Well, baby, don't you worry. Unhinged is for the unexpected. Okay, so do you want to go on an Erewhon shopping date with Haley Bieber or a Zoom or Zoom with the cast of New Girl? Okay, well, I heard Zoom with the cast of New Girls, the real one. <laughs> yeah, but the Erewhon date with Haley would be actually kind of lit, like if she would buy the groceries. Because then I think you would come out even. Or she'd buy her $18 Bieber drink, too, because I think she has her own drink there, right? She does have her own smoothie. And that was our pop culture correspondent, Jake. <laughs> <laughs> Coming in live. I think a year and a half late. <laughs> The drink's been there for like a year and a half. (laughs) Cheers. Yeah, like, I don't understand all of these, like, Zoom call. Like, I just, maybe I'm just a giant f***ing bitch. But I'm like, I I don't want to pay $5,000 for a Zoom call. No. That's, that sucks. Like, to be like, what? Like, Zoe, what was your favorite part of this? Also... Did you really marry a property brother? <laughs> Which, by the way, that we did that for the live show. We did like tabloids for pop instead of pop culture. And one of the stories, I found out that the property brothers are actually brothers. I thought that they were gay and married this whole time. One of them is literally dating slash engaged slash married to Zoe Deschanel. They both had are. no idea. It's like a polyamorous. They, <laughs> they have shifts. <laughs> <laughs> that is so stupid. Uh, we'll do one more. Okay, let's do one more, and then we're gonna wrap it up. Okay, you um, you can receive an apron from the ba- oh, so the cast of the bear, the show. The what is this show? I keep hearing everything about this. You haven't watched it? Oh God, that's what everyone <laughs> tells me. I keep th- everyone. I keep thinking everyone's talking about cocaine bear. Oh. <laughs> I saw that last night. <laughs> You saw it last night? I don't know. Oh, that's what that guy who... That guy who's now everywhere is in the bear, right? Yes, this guy, shameless guy. He looks like the human version of like the guy in Ratatouille. <laughs> yeah. That makes me feel bad, Chris, because literally somebody yesterday asked, told me congratulations on my show, and they thought I was that guy. Was it Helen Keller? <laughs> I look like his uncle or dad. Oh. They, they literally thought I was the actor of the bear, in the bear. The guy from Shameless. Right. They were like, you're amazing. You play so much younger than you look. Yeah. 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 Really savor that one. Because I think that might be the lie. (laughs) It's a true story. (laughs) Yeah. They might have been high, but yeah. (laughs) Respectfully, Jake, you do not look like the guy. I don't think I look like him either. Like maybe more like Steve from Blue's Clues, but that's like not not that guy. But yeah. What? I could see that. Okay, Jake, we're going to do an unhinged episode at the Eye Doctor because there's a <laughs> lot happening that I'm not understanding. Oh, let's do one more and get this show over with. You're going to get a signed apron from the cast of the bear, or you can get a tour of RuPaul's environmentally friendly fracking farm. <laughs> you guys are so <laughs> I'm just wrapping it up. But all of you guys came up with things I would actually bid on. 
Like, I would bid to see RuPaul's fracking site. Are you kidding? Right? Oh, my that God. That could make a lot of money. Probably. I would bid an inappropriate. I would take out a loan to bid on that. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I just paid off student loans. I would do it again to do that. The signed apron is real. Like, ugh. just donate money for f- sake. I just don't get it. Anyways, let's do one more voicemail, then we're going to do a toast and close out this episode. Christopher. Oh my god. Okay, sluttiest thing I've done. I uh, gave a guy head, okay, in a car, okay, okay. in Walmart parking lot, okay. Okay. And my f***ing lip, like, behind my uh, my top lip, like, behind my lip, inside the gum, uh-huh. I f***ing, like, jabbed it so hard against my teeth, I was bleeding. And, like, I didn't even realize I was bleeding, but... What? Yeah, that shit, that shit was slutty, okay? I ignore my... Yes, okay. Peace. Uh, thank you. I think we said slutty, not bloody. <laughs> what just... What just happened? Also, I'm, like, obsessed the way that you tell a story. So I was giving head to this guy, okay? And it was night, okay? And I was slubbing on his knob, okay? And we are in the Walmart parking lot, okay? <laughs> obsessed. Literally, don't ever stop being you, please. Like, dead serious. Um, What caused them to bleed, though? The dick? I don't, I don't, something in the mouth. Gingivitis. (laughs) Like, I'm, yeah, I'm like, so you had cholera? Like, what? Maybe there was a piercing. Like, like a Prince Albert? Or a tongue, either one. Oh my god, do not Google Prince Albert, guys. It's uh, piercing through the dick hole. That's all you need to know. It is truly one of the most cursed images that the human can see. In the unhinged universe, it's called the Jake. <laughs> Ew! <laughs> what? Oh my god. Why would you say I'm that? Gonna... What? Well, guys, what? we're going to do this week's toast, and it's to us for really dealing with a wild, wild curveball being thrown our way. I know that this episode was sort of um, the equivalent of whiplash, I think, but stick with us. I really, the podcast is going to get only so much better and I am really excited for it. This is just a really hot take of an episode. Uh, It was mostly just an update, but then um, I also have forgotten how to podcast. So we're just stretching out. Anyways, this is the longest f***ing toast ever. To Justin, Jake, Sam, and Justin, I love you guys. And yeah. we're gonna f***ing figure this out, girls. And to all of our listeners, love you guys. Subscribe, please. We're drinking gluten-free beer in your honor, I suppose. <gasps> yeah. Are you actually? Yeah. No, Sam grabbed the wrong ones. These Gluten are gross. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, those are gross. I've had those. <laughs> what? I didn't think you... Now you're red-pilling me. No, I'm not. No, baby, don't be sad. Don't be sad. Just smile. Good. Anyways, thank you guys so much for tuning in to this episode of Unhinged with Chris Clemens. Like I said, they're going to get better. This was sort of manic. But um, be sure to subscribe to Unhinged with Chris Clemens on Apple Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts. Jake, stop f***ing coughing. I swear to f***ing God. Just kidding. If you like video episodes, <clears throat> we put them up on YouTube.com slash Chris. Be sure to rate and review. It seriously helps us more than you guys will ever know. And I just appreciate you guys so much. Anyways, Chris, wrap the f***ing episode up. Thank you guys so much. Cannot wait for what's to come. And bye.